Okay, dog. <laughs> Yo, dog. What? You called me dog. Yeah, K-dog. And what did you say? I said, What'd okay, dog. Me? Oh. Mm. That's been a full-on day today. Yeah, it has. It's oh. been a very big day for you and me, hasn't it? Yeah, we're building a house and we're doing this thing called selections, which we don't really love. <laughs> it's when you have to go and spend a day choosing tiles, choosing first world problems, first of all. And speaking of guilt, I actually feel quite guilty that when you go, wow, I can't decide between the ivory beige and then the black butt flooring or whatever it is, that that's a decision in our lives that's really important. That worries me somewhat. This is a big thing in our life. Hang on. Let's just uh, go back a step. You said that you don't really love it. I think you really love it. No. You seem to really enjoy hanging out with the people. Okay. Because I don't get to speak to many adults during the day. Okay. (laughs) And so when I speak to people outside of like friends and stuff, like when we go to the tapware place, what do you call that? The wet area oh, sales sure. place. Where they sell showers and vanities and stuff. We had to do that today. And there was a lovely woman uh, who was working there and she was she was doing a great job and she was fun and all that kind of thing. But I think I think when I see like this lovely woman doing a job, I have to, I can't help it. I feel like I have to say something to throw them off guard. <laughs> Just to see what happens. Well, let's let's just explain that because you were having a very good time with her. Yeah. There was a set of taps there and they said, you've got this tap in your budget to build the house. And that tap had a little sleeve that sticks into the tap that you can pull out to wash your sink. <laughs> and then we got stuck and pull out. start talking She's- about... Yeah. Mm, pull outs. She said pull outs. Like a, she said that a lot of times. Mm. She's going, well, it just pulls out here. And if you pull out, and if you do a pull out here in the sink, and then we, we kind of were losing it. And then I was like, well, how about the pull outs? And then she cottoned on and she quite liked it. <laughs> <laughs> because I proceeded to tell her about friends of mine who practiced the pull out method. Oh, and then it went from there, as you can imagine. It just went yep. downhill. Pretty but, much. So we have to lighten these things up. Come on. But Come on. For me, it looks like you're actually enjoying these moments. Yeah, but then I don't enjoy it because we get back in the car after that and I think it's all done and dusted and you go, oh, that's expensive. I want to change all those things. Let's go to Bunnings. <laughs> Why does everything in these podcasts come back to Bunnings in some shape or form? I'm not sure. We should be sponsored by Bunnings. Anyway. Bunnings. So, yes. Lowest prices that, are just the a, beginning. Yeah. It's, oh. <laughs> but you're right. And uh, just to go to your other point there that you mentioned, it is definitely... Second world or first world problems. First world. For, well, we first, first world, world problems. Prob- yeah. yeah, we are. But it's first world problems. It's like, does your sink, like, mix a tap, have a pull-out thing or doesn't it? Who cares? Does it have a light in it? Who cares? Anyway. Anyway. But, you know, it's been, actually, it's been a full-on couple of weeks. Like, you have been away for work and what else has been happening? Lots of deaths. A lot of death going on. Kids, The kids are talking about death all the time. And Skylar said to me this morning, she said, when you're really old and you pass away, can I pass away with you? How sad's that? I'm like, no, no, you can't. You can't. But she said it with a big smile upon her face, like, let's go together. I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway, it's because we had to put our dog Tully down a couple mm. of weeks ago. It was really sad. She was 15, but still sad to do. And then... I fried the frog the other day in the really hot weather. 
which was sad. I came home to feed the frog crickets. We have a little um, frog. <laughs> it really stinks. It's called Smelly. It was called Smelly. But I came in and I'm like, where's the frog? Lifted up the little drinking pot thing under there, dehydrated and fried. <laughs> oh, no. I thought, what am I going to tell the kids? What did you do to the kids? I'd said that it, it hopped outside to find its friends. <laughs> they believed me. They're like, oh, Smelly had escaped. Oh, that's okay. Because I couldn't tell them that it was fried and then I had to just sort of put it in the garden. Oh, so no pets. No Luke Perry. He passed away. Yeah, he died too. Um, oh, so And the sad. other guy. Keith. <laughs> From the Prodigy. <laughs> What's his last name? People are sitting there going, "It's this is his name. Why don't you know his name?" But you know, but he. I only can think of him when I think of Keith from The Prodigy. Is in the um, what was that famous track? Track? What am I like? Eighty? What's that famous track from nineteen seventy four? I know the track. The video under pressure. Mm. Come go play my game. I'll test ya. And it was scary. It used to scare me. I did my skydiving video to that. Like they filmed me skydiving. Really? And that was my um. I never used to like Prodigy at all. It goes a bit and, hardcore. And it goes hardcore. And they did uh, the guy who I did my skydiving with, my mate. He got my favourite band played oh, over his skydiving video. Who was that? Guns and Roses. Oh, and then they devo? put Prodigy over mine. Oh, and you were not happy. You didn't get to choose. I didn't get to choose, but do you know what? what? Ever since then, I love Prodigy. Because of that, and it because reminds of you of that time. Yeah, it does. Oh, man. Anyway, but can we talk about Luke Perry again? I'm sad about Luke Perry. Yeah. He had the wrinkliest face I ever saw. So wrinkly, but I really like him. Oh, that's good. Did you watch 90210? Sometimes. Oh, you did? A little bit, but not much. I only watched peripheral. peripheral oh, you're using that word because we, someone said that today. Yeah, uh, I, is that why you're I using used, it? I used that today. No, someone else did. Um, and you went, mm, yes. Oh, I did. Yeah, okay. Cute. I like that, honey, how you pick up on a word and then you use it. Someone used, used it yesterday, so I thought I'd pick <laughs> up for today. That's my word for today. That peripheral. Peripheral. Use it. Oh, my God. You have peripheral vision because you have quite far apart eyes. So I reckon because they are quite far apart, you can see <laughs> to the side a lot better. I'm like a lizard. Yeah, slightly. I can actually see about 270 degrees around my head. <laughs> Most people have got 180-degree vision. I've got 270-degree vision. 270. Yeah. That's out Don't of control. Don't try and come and sneak up on me because I'll <laughs> see you. He does too. Yeah. little sneakery that I try. He yeah. just knows I'm there. No when one. I try and pluck that hair out of your neck, Kai's got this mole hair that grows and he's cultivating it so it's going to grow really long. And I always try when he's just not looking, but he inst- like I try and pluck it out, but he instinctively shoots me a look to the left and he guards his little hair and I'm not allowed to pluck it out. Yeah, I have to because, do it when you sleep. Because it's growing in a mole. It's just gross. It's a mole hair. Oh, but it's so long and then it's it starts a, curling around and now it's become a thing and you won't even let me touch it. Do you know if they had a one-haired comb, I'd be combing it. Oh, <laughs> one-haired comb. <laughs> but they don't have a one-haired they don't, comb. They should make one. They should. So I reckon funny. there's a market for that. Oh, there's a market for everything, isn't there? There is. Okay. 
I so am. yeah, full on, full on day, full on weeks, full on weeks. But you know, on the upside, I did get to interview a lovely fellow by the name of Joshua Penley Churchill. Another da- uh, double-barreled name. It's a big name. Yes, his partner is um, double, not double-barreled, but they, you know, ha- have each other's names. There you go. Uh, we ha- met a finance lady today, and our bank appointment had a double-barreled name, mm. and we kind of thought, what if? They met someone who also had a double-barreled name. Do the kids then have double-double-barreled names? Like, does Quadruple. it just keep pervading the whole double-barreledness? Depends anyway. if it goes. If it doesn't go, it doesn't go. If it goes, like just let it four, go. And then you've got a lot of hyphens in the name. Anyway, but I interviewed Josh and uh, he was fabulous, but he's not guilty about anything. And it's a bit of a shame because, you know, as a gay guy, I thought he had heaps of guilt. Not really. He's a pretty confident guy. <laughs> Good one, Josh. So, yeah, but we have a pretty funny conversation. You know, we do heaps of impersonations. We got onto the bandwagon of just doing accents for a little while, which are quite fun. If you uh, listen, you'll hear a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I was talking to him about how you, being German, even though you don't sound German, but you came to Australia when you were about, what, seven? Yep. Yeah, and how you can't even do a German accent. Like I can you speak German. Okay, do it then. Well, the problem the problem is I can do a German accent, but it always tends to lead to an Indian accent. Exactly. That's what reason. we said. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know, I, what I do is I have this accent and it all of a sudden it goes oh do 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 do. Yeah, it's t- it's like you can't even do your own accent, no. right? It's not yeah. my own accent. It is you- though. It's your childhood accent. Yeah, but you know, I don't concentrate enough when I'm doing my accent. What would you have said if you were little and you were like, hello to your mother? Like when you're little, you've just come home. You're a little Kylinky who's four years old, can't speak English, you speak German. Mm. And you saunter in with your little overalls on, your little clogs probably, right? Or your lederhose. <laughs> <laughs> definitely had, definitely to had. Have uh, your Metworth sandwich or whatever it is. What do you have? Yeah. And what would you say to your mother? Say it in German actually, it's cuter. Hallo Mutti, kannst du mir helfen? Ich habe mir in die Hosen gemacht. So what's that with a German accent in English? Hallo Mami, how are you? <laughs> Can you help me? I put my pants. Oh shit, you do sound Indian, that's so true. A little well, you bit. You did put your pants once, didn't you? With, I did uh, put in my your pants. overalls, which in is the overalls, worst. And I had my clogs on. Oh my That's god. That's where I think you got that from. It is the worst. Anyway, so Josh and I talk about accents for a fair part. But more importantly, we're talking about things like surrogacy and, and gay marriage in Australia and things like that. You know, big topics, big issues. I've met Josh once. Yeah. He what'd you think? A, what'd you think? Wow, what do I think? Ooh, I can't really remember him being bad person. So he was a good guy. Yeah, he's a barrel of laughs. Is he? Oh, yes. I can't wait to me hear. laugh. I think it's the way that he talks, actually. There's something about the way he says things. You just can't help but laugh. It's all in his manner. What it cracks for, me up. For example. Well, I can't. Well, you have to listen. Just okay, listen to I it. can't wait. You want to listen to it? I'm ready to listen to it. Okay. Okay, it's coming. Here when? it is. Now. Now. Okay. Now. Now. <laughs> no worries. Josh, good luck with Tamara. Oh, shut Good luck. We find the defendant. We find the defendant. Oh, that wasn't my fault, was it? Find I'm sorry. So sorry. Find Oh, I'm so sorry. Guilty. The guilt trip. 
Joshua, tell me what. Hang on, what is this ASMR thing? ASMR. What's that? I think it's. I think it stands for auto sensory meridian response. What do you mean? You Why must do you have know heard this? of it. You're a voiceover girl. This is where they whisper. They whisper things into microphones. Who's they? Just people the Scientologists. that do it. <laughs> I'm not being audited, am I? <laughs> yeah, what's what I thought. <laughs> no. It's like some auditing thing because I sat here. I'm just sitting across from from Josh and uh, – We're sitting face to face. It looks like I am doing some sort of psychometric – Not psychometric. I feel like I'm – Auditing test on you. That's it. Mm. I feel like I'm about to give evidence or something. Yeah. But ASMR is where they whisper and they say strange things and they do things like eat and, and click and, and eat pickles and – Hang People on. listen to this stuff. You have to, you have to YouTube on, it. What? Yeah, it's a full thing. I don't get it because. Hang on. But apparently, when you listen to this stuff, right? It has like an effect on, and it makes people like tingly and gives them goosebumps. Not in like a sexual way. It's like a thing. I, but I can't explain it because I don't get it. But they whisper, so they'll say things like, "Today we're doing ASMR." Oh. And I'm going to eat this jar of pickles. Hang on. Is this on? Um- it's a thing. You could YouTube it. Hang on. So, yeah, you can YouTube it. So, is it a, do they do podcasts and things? Mm, I don't know. I'm guessing there might be ASMR podcasts. I don't know. But it's a full thing. And there's this, like, young girl that's, like, really famous for it. You see her on Instagram all the time. How do you know this stuff? Just because I'm, like, a man of the world. I can't explain it. How, can you, how do you not know it? <laughs> this is it's crazy. Okay. I've never – I've heard of, okay, people who hate that stuff. Yeah. And it's misophonia, apparently. People who hate the sound of people's, like – Oh, eating and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's a bit like what ASMR is. But it's the, an- but it's the opposite. antithesis of that. And they love it. And people like listen Ooh. to it at like 3am when they can't sleep. They're like, I'll oh, listen to some ASMR. Oh my God, I want to listen to someone here, like crunching Crunching crisps. or like, you know, oh. I'm going to like put my fingernails on this on this desktop and like click my fingernails. Oh my God, that's the worst sound ever. That would drive me crazy. I know. Anyway. But you have to have like a hook. Like what would your ASMR thing be? I don't know. You, I- could, you could just do crisps but do different flavours. I'd be like, guess this flavour. <laughs> And then just have them hanging on and be like, salt and vinegar. 25 minutes of. <laughs> Guess the flavour every time. I think time. mine would be, I would just judge people really harshly. Your makeup is terrible. <laughs> 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 Nobody likes you. <laughs> oh, you're mean. I know I, you're not mean. You're oh, but lovely. that would be, how hilarious would that be? That would be, be funny. Hilarious. If you were just that voice, you, your ASMR would be the voice that. <laughs> Destroys people's self-esteem. Jesus, I'm going to ditch podcasts. What are we doing? Let's do one of these Let's episodes. Let's make some money. Let's do that. Why not? Okay, I'm getting into it. I'm okay. looking at that. Write that down for me. Like done, that done. acronym can't think of it. Um, you always make me laugh, actually, ever oh. since I've known you. We've Ooh. known each other for a like, long time. Smile ear to ear. And like I wouldn't have seen you for ages. No. And, and then just it's reconnected. Like, bang. Hello, Joshua. And I'm like <laughs> laughing my tits off. I literally... <laughs> Crying eyes, oh, don't. an ugly, ugly laugh face. Where you're That's like, a lot of I can't even look at you on stage <laughs> without pissing myself. Because we, because I was, we, I was thinking about what we did. Now, did I, you do yeah. um, a amateur production of Patience I with did. me? Wait, that, I reckon that's yeah, where we met. That was a long. And you were time a peeny baby. You were like twelve. <laughs> well, <laughs> so nice. were you? No, we were seventeen or we eighteen or something. Maybe eighteen. Yeah. And we were in the chorus. Yeah. Of except course. I think it was like an understudy. Oh my god. Of one of the main. You ones. were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sh- 
actually, no, I don't think I was. That's so lame. <laughs> like that was like to be not even an understate, to be in the chorus of amateur theatre was like, oh, oh my God, I got in. The Gilbert and Sullivan Society of South Australia. Bless. Shout out. Shout out to them. That's where it all started. That's where it all started. Look at us now. I know. Not doing any theatre. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not having time to have any yeah, life or hobbies. Not doing anything. Oh, it's just the best. I love it. <laughs> I love that shit. But we did. We did Patience and I remember taking it so seriously. And oh, like, it oh, was the Biggest thing, wasn't it? And how funny though is music theatre. When I look back on it, I'm like, man, I must have been a big nerd because I thought everything around me, I was like, so good. It's like a mm. family. Oh my god, these yep. people are the best. Yep. And everyone was a weirdo. Let's face it, and probably including me. It was. And it's how a, nerdy. It's like it's a, a complete very insular society. Is that the word? Very yeah, yeah. closed off, and you have mm. to be in. And if you're not in, you're out. <laughs> well, let's face it, if you're not in, you're I out. I mean, that's, that's so a T-shirt true. slogan right there. <laughs> Music theatre. If, if you're, you're not, not in, you're, you're out. out. <laughs> I'll buy one. I'm going to make one tomorrow. Put it on the wall. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Up in your kitchen. The poster. <laughs> But it's it's really it's true. very true, and yeah, even studying music, I was a classical. Oh, um, you were at the con. Yeah, yeah, classical musical mm. music student. That was very nerdy. I wasn't, but I didn't think so. I had the best time, which still means I mean it's fine. But looking around at the other musicians, uh-uh. like the jazz musicians, uh-huh. must have been looking at us, going, "What? <laughs> what on earth?" We used to write. Oh my gosh, I'm having flashbacks. We used to write. Poems? Do you remember and uh, submit them? Um, to yes, Ondi. I remember. Yes, which was the uni <laughs> newspaper. What were we? Thinking? I know, but we would take the piss though. We would. We, we would think we would write the craziest, most ridiculous poetry, and think yeah. they're never going to publish that. Yeah. Do you know? Once I actually submitted a real one. <laughs> I didn't tell you because I thought you'd pay me out. I I wouldn't pay you out, would I? No, but I I tried to get in that thing heaps of times, get my mug in there. But again, we used to think that was so awesome, but the people looking (laughs) back now that were probably running it were probably just as geeky and nerdy as we were, running our little newspaper. But shout out to Andy. Oh, I love it. (laughs) How many people are we dissing? I love it. Dissing a whole lot of people, but backing it up with a uh, shout out. You guys try really hard. It's great. I'm not even sure if that exists anymore on D. It's probably stopped. Oh, probably because they no receive so many stupid poems from people. <laughs> They're like, we're shutting this down. <laughs> we single-handedly shut it down. See, I used to think you guys were awesome because I was doing my social science degree at Adelaide Uni. That's the only reason I was there. I wasn't oh. even in acting or anything back then. No, you weren't. I don't even – I couldn't tell you if you'd asked me what were you studying. You were just no, there, I was just, hanging out. I, I was, was just great. the guy that hung out at with the, the art students. At the backstage cafe. Yeah. We would spend hours sitting there laughing and singing. Oh, and, my wow. goodness. So, yeah, I was doing social science and after a year of that I dropped out because I hated it. Did you? Yes. Well, I don't know if I hated it. I, I really wanted to get into it, but I had no understanding of how uni worked. You know when you come straight out of yeah. school? Mm. might have been different going into an arts degree sure. or what you're doing at the con. Yeah. But coming straight out of school and going straight into university with no one telling me about how tutes worked or how lectures worked or how you had to suddenly self-manage – and there I was doing philosophy, anthropology, psychology. What was I thinking? Like I just, just name apology. It's there. I it's bombed so hard. Did you? Yeah. Is it because you had your hand held? You went to a private school, didn't you? I, to, <laughs> I may or may not have gone to Polygrammer, but oh. but even that didn't prepare me. Yeah. And it and it was quite 
a slap in the face. And then I was like, well, stuff, I'll go and audition for Flinders Drama Centre and become yes. an actor. And that's how I got into and Drama Centre. And then you did Drama Centre. Yeah. Was that, I always wanted to properly speak to you about it. Mm-hmm. Was that in fully, was it very intense? Because you often hear about it was, drama centres yeah. and my sister went to a film school in Melbourne yeah. and she was like stripped bare, basically. Yeah. Came out like a shell of a woman. <laughs> Again, I think we, mm, reflecting on it, when you're there, it's very intense. Looking back now, I suppose, as an adult with life experience and having a life outside of university, again, it's probably one of those things where it's a bit, oh, they're probably a bit geeky and a bit nerdy. But when you're oh. there, it is intense. Yeah, no. Like, amazing. There were only, I'm not sure what drama centers like now, but when we were there, they would accept like 12 people a year. It was like six boys, six girls, or they'd try to keep it as even as possible. And so it was you'd go in thinking it was super exclusive and you would be the first newies on that first year and there'd be three years above you or because, yeah. of, because of how the course was structured. And so you became this instant, it was a bit like fame school, you know, when you watch the movie Fame and they're all like, oh, going Did you to, feel like you were in fame felt a like bit? that, on except your... completely non-musical theatre related. Yeah, so, yeah. So on your first day, we like, wow, I'm going to be an actor. Uh, and did you look up at the, you know, Slavsky. the uni emblem and go, yes. Flinders. Come, do, don't come wow, or whatever <laughs> Latin term is. Sorry, what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and just be like, oh, yep. yeah. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. And then you're suddenly learning monologue, like once a week, you got to perform a monologue and they will rip you apart on stage yeah. and... Tell, I mean, they told me not to pursue musical theatre. I, I kept breaking the rules because... You kept singing? I kept singing. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong course. <laughs> no, no, right? Well, the thing is, and, and this was this was something I discussed with the faculty at the time, was on their brochures and everything. Like, to get in, you had to do a, a singing audition. You did, yes. And you had to do a dance audition. And then when you got in, you just did straight theatre and monologues and there was no real proper performance opportunities for people wanting to f- focus on musical theatre. Oh, my God. Hence why you used to come and hang out with us. Did you come and you did you used and to then come I and would, hang out And then I would continue to do theatre outside and I used to get berated so much for our, our main acting coach. Um, used to hate the fact that I did musical theatre outside because, as she would say, it would undo all of the good work that they were doing. So drama you did drama, drama centre um, and you did, yeah, lots of musical theatre outside of that because we did – into the Woods together. Into the Woods. Which was hilarious was a, and so fun. Is still such a wonderful memory yeah. for me because yeah. it was such a fun show and we had a wicked cast. And what was funny is you played Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, well, you played Little Red Riding Hood. And I played Little Red Riding Hood. That's funny. I don't think I could reprise that role now. Are we too uh, old to play those we roles? We couldn't. You and I would make a really good baker's wife and baker though. Oh, my God. Such a good baker's wife. <laughs> Look at you. I don't know. I'm thinking about it now. My eyes are... <laughs> Opening, but but I'm getting a lot of gloss going on because I'm imagining myself in an apron and a puffy hat. I'm getting squished by a giant spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> spoiler to all those people who's tuned out because they're, like, they're talking about music theatre. Can, can I tell you one thing that was, used to be sad? Because I used to go into those um, shows going, yes, great. Maybe I could find a boyfriend. <laughs> well, I was Little an idiot. did she know. <laughs> <laughs> and... My God, slim frickin' pickings. If they weren't gay, they were frickin' they were a bit weird. That's right. And that yeah. was the bane of my existence was how this is not helpful. And thinking back to that into the woods cast, you did not have many to choose from at all. No, no. That was just after well, he's getting real personal. That was just after I had broken up with my partner at the time. Who shall remain nameless. Okay. Um but they were Voldemort. 
Voldemort, <laughs> but they were with someone else in the cast, which is why we broke up. Oh, I remember that. So oh, gossip. See, it gets juicy. Incredibly, incredibly awkward yeah. and emotional back then when I was yeah. like this little boy. He was so cute. I mean, you're still cute in a kind of grown up. Oh, like Thank 30s you. kind of way, Thank but, you. you know, you were definitely like this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed little, oh, We guys. both were. I think that's why <laughs> we were probably the younger ones in the cast. Yeah, we were. So, had oh, a bless. Fun. That was fun. I do remember laughing until we cried with a lot of things. Yeah, it was good there. times and good times. And then we had a, a massive break. We've just all done exciting things. You, I have two kids and yep. you've got a son. I've got a little boy. <gasps> yes. How old is he now? Sebastian Just... is nearly two. So oh yeah. yeah, nearly, nearly two. two. Wait for it. It's hell, hell. Well, or he is. He's certainly learning to assert himself yeah. oh, as, as a little person. So, you know, the tantrums, yeah. starting, you know, throwing themselves on the floor and you kind of look at him and go, mm, God, I love you. But oh, I thought you were like, you look at him and go, mm, I just want to shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not that. <laughs> Sometimes I look at my kids, I'm like, Ugh! that would shut them up, wouldn't it? God, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it, though, if mum just squeezed one out? Well, actually, often I'm in the toilet and they're coming in and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, when, See, we're not at that stage on. yet because he's he's only just learnt, like just tall enough to reach the door handles. Yeah. So the door opening phase is kind of, we're, we're just getting there. Just you wait when they all come in. I had one, one point I had Wolfie going, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you think I'm doing? Then Skylar comes in and then Kai freaking comes in. The whole family in the bathroom while I'm, you know. Yeah, that's, that's ha- awkward. Having a go. No, yeah. we, we're a little, I think we're a little bit more reserved in my family. You sound private and probably quite highbrow, <laughs> unlike us. That's me just looking down on Tamara. Yep, the whole family toilet Shout experience. out to Tamara. Go on, say it. <laughs> Shout out to Kai. <laughs> Love your work, though. But you, but you, so you you're, you have a, obviously one son, but were you a single child as well? I was just no. thinking about this the other day. I couldn't remember no. if you had a brother. So I've got a younger brother and an older brother. My older oh, brother's my half two, brother. Yeah. Two brothers. I do. Because oh, yeah. for some reason I thought you were an I only probably child. act like an only and child. I, <laughs> I think that's probably it. I never talk about my family. I can't tell at uni. Oh, God. <laughs> Mummy, I just want to go to acting school. <laughs> Or I can be wow. in the school. Just took a hard left real fast, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> Actually, no, I feel for you. No, yeah, no, two two brothers and my brother, my younger brother and I, because my, my older brother was old enough for him not to really be around. He had moved out by the time we were at a stage where we were playing with your brothers and stuff. So yeah. my older brother wasn't around that much of it when I was growing up. But my younger brother, who's only like two and a half years younger than me, we used to fight like yeah. cats and dogs. yeah. Like full on such, we Crazy. used to eat each other. Are you at mates times, now? But we're such good mates now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So you're not not okay. That kind of ruins my conversation. Where I'm going to go with that? I was hoping you were like, yes, I am an only child. <laughs> no, but I was going to ask you, like, would you want to have more than? I think so. I think one for child. me, because obviously, you know, having a husband, uh, having a baby is a little tougher than you know if you can just. Knock your wife up. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's significant. He's not Danny DeVito no. like in that movie. <laughs> Twins. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the best? Well, I'm glad. What, so you're saying I'd be Arnie. That's well, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, you're here, so fabulous. you get to be Arnie. Thank I'm you. not going to call you Danny. Get in the chopper. Is that it? <laughs> get in the chopper. Get down. <laughs> oh, that was very. Wow. I read it. I whipped really that just, out. Josh actually was shocked at his, his own. His, I'm his channeling own Arnie. 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 
his own impression. He with his eyes bulked wow. out of his head. I don't think I could ever do that again. I'm really? not going to try. Don't try. Look at it. Oh, I didn't record it. Kidding. It's there. <laughs> You get it. I always. I don't know why my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression is from kindergarten. Cop, cop. cop. and he goes, "Why are you always eating other people's lunches?" <laughs> and it's the shit is so fine. He's and not deaf. <laughs> are you sure? The only I line I am crying good. with laughter. The only, <laughs> the only line I remember from that is, "I'm going to try and do it. It's going to okay. come out so bad." Okay. It's not a tumor. Yeah, of course. We all know it's, it's not a tumor. It's not tumor. a tumor. That is so 90s. Such, I think oh, 90s reference is not a tumor. It's not For a, a tumor. chick, I would say that's not a bad. Uh, <laughs> Where are you bad going? Bad impression. Oh. Do, would you say? For a female For impersonating Arnold Swartz. I suppose. <sighs> can you do it again? No, not going to now because you're you looking do at any, me. Like, can you impersonate you do anyone? Can you, do, can you do anyone? Again, well, um, oh, you've put me on the spot now. What can I do? I can do do the Woolworths voiceover lady. Well, that's, that's a bit not boring. really a character, is it? <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> that, you, drama that, teacher. That could be anyone, really. Jesus. Well, you pick someone and I'll see um, if I can do it. Dorothy yeah. from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Yes. Lions and tigers. Oh, no, Toto. We're going down. Oh, no. Does she even oh, say that? I don't know. That's fantastic. <laughs> Is it all right? That was good. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. I re- I'm glad oh that I delivered in that one. Wowzers. That was a very good audition. Yeah, don't you. call us. Well, it was fun. How did we get to Arnold? Oh, I don't know. We were talking about my son and my yes, family. Your no, family. we're going to have one. I think, son. look, people and people are always like, are you going to have another one? It's like, well, I would love to if it wasn't such a difficult process. Um, you know, obviously working through surrogacy, et cetera, is not straightforward. At all. No. So it was very complicated and it still is very complicated. Yes. Uh, yeah. You were saying it's like a full on process mm. to go and the through. Time wow. And the finances, etc. Yeah, so, you know, lots of people like to go, oh, you can have another one. But it's like, mm, we are very, very happy. Yeah. As a little this is trio. Because it was so hard to. Yeah. Do it the and first Sebastian time. is so incredibly special to us and so. So talented. <laughs> if we go for a second one, it might not be crap. Be great. What if they're crap? So we're just going to stick while we're winning. Stick to winning. So when you first um, got him, uh, in want of a better word, mm-hmm. at attained, <laughs> obtained Obta- the child, up. picked up. <laughs> okay, so say picked up. Good words. Uh, okay, who at the beginning? Who went to work and who stayed at home? Did you Paul do that? Paul was you do the stay-at-home dad. Okay. Yeah. So Paul, we both had to quit our jobs. Yeah, wow. Because the uh, the leave arrangements for where we were working didn't cover us, oh. unfortunately. Isn't so, that crazy in this day and age? Nuts. Doesn't so surprise me. Paul had to quit his job, and he and I took extended leave. Luckily, yeah. I had leave to take, so took extended leave to begin with because it took a good seven or eight weeks to move through the process once he was born. Um, and then I went back to work. Full time, and Sebastian uh, Paul just stayed home with Sebastian. So, so parental leave didn't cover you. Why is no. it called parental leave then? Well, I think there were different reasons. Right. Like, it could have been as well because part of it was shifting into new roles at just the wrong time, which meant we weren't there for the correct amount of time before leave was granted. Mm-hmm. And then it was the whole difficult process of saying, "Well, it's not maternity leave." There's all sorts of things behind it. 
yeah, from a government mad. perspective. And yeah. Mm. I know. Well, they're a bit late on the uh, uptake, aren't they, with yeah. the whole, like, you know, recognising uh, people's rights. Exactly. Like, how long has it been? Has it been only a year or two since gay marriage was I think legalised? Oh, Do I say legalised? Oh two God, years? One gross. year? Yeah. It's gone too. It hasn't been long. Did you find that was liberating? How did you feel about that? It was a weird one for me mm. because prior to meeting Paul, I was probably never interested in marriage. It never, re- it was never really a thing. Yeah. And back then as well, of course, because gay marriage was not a thing, it was just something that I resigned to never happening. Yeah. So it was not something I was like, yeah, you know, maybe one day. And then when I met Paul, it changed because obviously I felt deeply in love with him, but also because he was British and because he was English oh. and they had marriage equality already in the UK, yes. that meant that we could get married. Sure. So despite the fact that it wasn't even legalised in Australia, I had in my head, well, we can still get married under British law because... Yeah. He's English, right? And then he, you could, he would, you were planning on obviously living here, so That's you thought that it would carry well, across. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it didn't even as long as we were married somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. even if when because we did, we got married under British law in the British consular in Sydney. Oh wow! So you can do that. Yeah. So oh. because technically the consular is unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. So okay. loophole. Wow. For people who well, it doesn't matter now. Doesn't matter now, but back then, yeah, yeah. it meant a lot. So. We had, you know, we family and friends flew over. We had our wedding in Sydney. We got married literally like in the British consulate in like this corporate oh. meeting room <laughs> where they set chairs out and it was really cute. Yeah, they did it really well. We had a beautiful view of the Sydney Harbour um, wow, Bridge and the Opera House. So it was really great. But even then after that, it was like, well, we're married in the UK now, but we're not we're still not married uh, in Australia. You walk out straight out the front door and yeah. be like, what? Exactly. <laughs> so, and you could do that thing where you were jumping in and out of the consulate going, married, not married. Did married. you do that? Yeah, I did. Did you record it? No. Oh, it was really funny for me at the time, but I don't, nobody else really appreciated it. They didn't. They weren't just looking no, at you going, like, those two gay boys just, doing? It's really awkward, isn't it? <laughs> Oh God! I'm not married. I'm married. Um. So yeah. So then, did you get married? Did have we have to get, redo have you, it? Yeah, have you been no. remarried? No. no. Couldn't be bothered. So to do it. I think prior to marriage equality being legalised in Australia, they did something. I think where overseas marriages were recognised first. Okay. So then our marriage was recognised in Australia, and then they legalised marriage equality. Yes. Right. Properly. Right. And then we were like, well, we're married now, anyways. Doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. I just don't. It just can't get my head around why it was so difficult to to pass. Like oh, I just, I mean, me. come on! In this day and age, we're it's, so sometimes Australia. I go, come on, Australia. Come on, Australia. Are we that conservative? Are, they, are we that well, far behind? Unfortunately, I think because there's a real struggle in Parliament to separate church and state. Maybe there oh are God. some issues. Here's there. a thesis coming. This on. is getting a little deep for <laughs> Too our deep for our you. fun podcast. <laughs> hey, um, who says not, not fun and deep at the same look at time? Us, look at all these people in their cars getting an education. Well, people love this stuff. Or going, wow, Josh is so inaccurate. That's not how it happens <laughs> at all. He's talking like he knows what he's oh, talking. Oh, we about. should Google it and put it in the notes later. Don't worry, I'll just say it's got nothing to do with that. Email Completely me, please. not endorsed. Yep. Yes, if you have an idea of uh, of what he's talking about because I'm just nodded going, yes, church and state. What the? No. Yeah. Well, you know, I suppose what I mean by I that is mean. they're confusing a lot and religious ideals get in the way. And, I mean, look, Very when true. you look at what's recently happened uh, in the media with Pell. Pell in the cell. Pell in a cell, elf in a shelf. <laughs> Did you put that up on that Facebook? That was me. <laughs> 
I saw today, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, George Pell, uh, well, what was he in the Catholic Church? He was quite high up. What was he? A cardinal. I want to say cardinal. Yeah. yeah like the highest ranking. Recently charged on um, sex charges. And so he was vehemently against marriage equality, mm-hmm. um, talking no. about the unnatural <laughs> yeah. um, state that it would put, you know, marriage under and et cetera, et cetera, and think of the children and... Did he think of the children? I mean, quite literally. Yeah, he was. So that's disgusting and awful, but fabulous that, you know, justice is being served. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so in terms of Australian ideals, the the government probably doesn't reflect, I think, the person on the street and what they think and feel, Mm, mm, mm. but it's a mess. Isn't it? It's a mess. I tell you what, it is also messy in my brain is trying to work out, because I, I don't know if I really have an opinion on it, because mm. it doesn't necessarily impact me on this day-to-day, but the whole um, the the gender uh, definitions of, I, I don't I don't know. Like, you know, mm. now everything's very uh, PC. <clears throat> like, you'll see a form. I applied for a grant the other day, and it was male, female, female and other. it's something, wasn't even other, it was something oh, else gosh. I didn't understand, but I knew that meant, you, yeah. you know, yeah. see yourself as male, female, both, oh, something, yeah. something. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I think I have – look, I'm going to go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. I think I have quite controversial views, yes. particularly as well because, I don't know, I suppose being part of the LGBT plus community, people automatically assume that you're going to have more liberal views when it comes to True. that kind of stuff. And I never really cared about it. Do you know, I never really thought about it until – we became pregnant and then it was like we can have a boy or a girl. And even then when we were having conversations with um, other friends who were part of the community uh, and they were like, oh, you know, you're having a little boy or a little girl. Or we'd tell them we're having, a, you know, we're, we're, having, having, both, a, okay, we're having a little shut boy. Up. And the comments back like, well, you don't know that, you know. Might be, you know, they're going to choose what they want to identify as. And I'm like, oh, shut goodness. up. We'll like, I just if that happens, we're working out. <laughs> I've got no patience for that. Yeah. And so okay. I would say, well, no, we're you know, having a boy and he will be a boy. Treat him as a boy until he chooses to be otherwise. Yeah. But I'm certainly not planning on raising my son in like a completely gender neutral environment because I think are it's impossible. Are there plenty impossible. of people that do that? Yeah, I think so. Mm. And I think that there are efforts that can be made like, you know, we let Sebastian play with dolls. Mm. He's got a couple of little dolls and he's got a Barbie, but he also has trucks and we let him choose and stuff like that. But I'm not completely going out of my way to never refer to him as a boy right. or using gender neutral terms like calling him they. They, yeah. Like is it that becomes what it confusing is? straight away. So, oh, okay. and I know there are probably lots of people listening that are going red in the face because they disagree with me but I, don't know, I just think it's complicated and what's your opinion you know we love we love our son very much and we'll give him anything he wants that's you know to keep him happy and a hammer and, screwdriver and raise him it. you know to be confident and happy and comfortable mm-hmm. and whatever he chooses to do he chooses to do but until then He's a little boy, so yeah. I don't think we're going to... Yeah, like I don't mind if people say, hey, you know, this is what I, I... I guess suppose what I find, what did I hear recently? You know, people who today I choose to be a woman, tomorrow I'm a man. That mm-hmm. I find you can do whatever you want, whoever you want to be mm-hmm. in whatever context, um, that's fine. I think it's when people get angry about yeah. that, that 
assuming that people should should know how you're feeling that day yeah. and what you're that, <laughs> like. I think it's that when it's confusing for yeah. other people, it's that challenging. It's kind of unfair. I think. Yeah, too. absolutely. Whatever people do is up to them, and I'm, and I'm all for that. But I think when it starts becoming a challenge to another person, like yeah. that, that the comment I made before of "Oh, well, you don't know if he's going to be a little boy, well, he might choose elsewhere." Like, well, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to live my life questioning that. I'm going to raise him because yeah. he's a little boy with a penis at the moment and yeah. despite the fact that he has dolls he also builds pillow forts and throws himself off the side of the couch yeah like a crazy little kid and they- you say well he's being boisterous and that's what little boys do so boys will be boys like that's where that comment comes out and yeah. i don't want to feel guilty for making that boys will be boys comment because good there's no hey no guilt so far i've oh, noticed guilt. that's there right there's no guilt in no. Uh, well i'm glad and you've never felt guilty having a surrogate son? Was there any part of that None process that None you had a bit of? No. No? No. It was all Nothing completely like guilt-free. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's good. Absolutely. I think that, no, there, there was no guilt. I think from a parenting point of view, there's obviously guilt. I'll bring that on that guilt. Connect to being a parent automatically. <laughs> yeah. And I think because of, this is going to sound awful, but because of the, the efforts and the energy that we had to put into having a son, that guilt is almost amplified a little bit. Sure. So I would, my gosh, I would judge parents so hard before coming a parent myself. <laughs> I would, did you? I did. I, yeah. you know. I think everybody does. I would judge them so hard because I would always sit back and go, my God, if I was ever lucky enough to have a child myself, I would never do X, Y, Z yeah. to then, you know, a year and a half later, I find myself absolutely doing X, Y, Z, putting in front of the television <laughs> to watch another episode of The Wiggles, or we're hitting play on the Little Rascals again because that's what he wants to watch, and we watch it every single day. Yeah. So Whatever gets you through, it's you just you do what you do, you know. So there's guilt, I think, connected to that because you think far out. Like I've I've become a parent, and yeah. now I'm doing all those things. Yeah. So the guilt happens when when you yeah once you have the kid. That's so true. Yeah. And looking back as well and thinking, well, I feel guilty now for judging those parents. Being like, I would never put my child in front of the television, you know. I, or- had, the, I had the same thing. Or the way parents deal with kids, you know, mm-hmm. or the yelling or the, I'm not, I'm not going to say that to my kid. <laughs> and the words Fast come out of me. I'm like, oh, my goodness, that was my mother. I just became my mother. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just became my father. And, but then I also feel, well. So what, Tamara? So what if you're stressed because you did that to your, your mother? It doesn't yes. seem that long ago. Yeah. So there's the three of you hanging out at home, not far from here actually, not where we're far, doing this podcast. Literally around the corner. In, in by the way, which I've moved into a, um, an office um, at Kai's work actually in a warehouse office. I love it. You've got a wonderful <laughs> well, boardroom. Well, <laughs> that never gets used. People eat their lunch in that boardroom because everyone's just, you know, there are actually, pro, though. there are no staff to sit in there. But not anyway. yet though. You've got to manifest that. Let's get some yeah, staff in, get some contractors. And I'm going to put some pictures around, but we do have a red couch with some Kmart cushions. I'm on the couch at the moment. Tamara's sitting on a swivel chair, but I'm on the couch yeah, and yeah. I feel, you feel good about the couch? A little exposed. Do you? I don't know. It's a bit like casting couch, you know. Like Oh, is it? Oh, like I'm auditioning you. And it feels like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger, go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of here. <laughs> get down. What was that? That was him saying get down. 
Get down. It's terrible. Oh, God. Well, my first one was good. I should that just quit while I was there. <laughs> do you want me to try and delete that one? Oh, can you do Christopher Walken? No. A lot of people do Christopher Walken. Get, what? You know How does he sound like? Well, he can't, he can't, uh, he's kind of talking like this. And he's, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I can't do it, but it's got well, something to clearly. do with it. <laughs> it's got something to do with that. A lot of people do it. Like a lot of famous no, people like Kevin Spacey. I don't do impersonations. Outside of that random one I just did of Arnold before. <laughs> We're back in impersonation. A- accents probably a little easier for me. Yeah, like which one? I don't know. Like a Scottish? I need to hear it first before I do it. And then you do it. Okay, how about this? What about? Okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, you, oh go, God, go, you go, 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 you go, you go, you go. What are you going to do? <laughs> I can do an Irish accent. Oh, God, let me hear it. Do it. I need a sentence. Um, I don't give a shite about your Irish accent. Stop shaking your shillelagh at me. Wow, I don't know if I could do that. Stop shaking your shillelagh at me. Oh, oh I love the ash. You love it. It was really good. Oh, it see, I need to talk like... just a little bit more and get it into the front of my mouth. You do. And it'll be all right. <laughs> you sound like a leprechaun. A leprechaun. It's funny with doing the Irish accent because my face you goes to... in. I'm almost like I'm toothless. I have like to I don't think... have I have to think of different teeth. roles. Yeah. Oh, that was good. I kind of based it on family. Oh, God. On... Shout out oh. Irish family. <laughs> see, that's easier for you then. I feel yeah. like I'm at a disadvantage doing that. Irish accent now. Yeah, well, I think of the movie Far and Away and how badly Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise did with their accents <laughs> and that and I don't feel so bad. Isn't that funny that they get two Irish. actors to it who are not Irish? That would bug, bug me if I was Irish watching that uh, movie back in 19 whatever Pick it was. some Irish actors that could have done it. <laughs> well, there you go. That's why they picked Well, Tom they could have picked some new people for crying <laughs> out loud. I'm sure there was some like redheads who would have loved I'm to do that. I'm into this accent thing. What other accents can you do? Oh, let's talk about Far and Away more. How good was that movie? I loved that movie yeah. so much. Did you? Oh Despite God. the shitty accents. Despite the accents, but I think that's where I learnt my shit Irish accent. Right. Well, yes. There was a few famous lines in there. What was? What were the famous oh lines? Oh, my God. Don't uh, come near me or something like that. She's my sister. <laughs> she's <laughs> my sister. Isn't that funny that's the things that you things. remember? She dropped her spoons at one stage. She'd go, me spoons, me precious spoons. <laughs> She stabs him in the leg oh, and she goes, you stabbed me through. True. <laughs> you stabbed me through. True. Not through, true. Not once, but twice, but three times. Not once, not twice. But twice. three times, like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, like? I think you're just enjoying the sound of your own voice in that microphone. I think it's the it's the way the, the headphone makes my voice sound, the headphone, yes. the, the earphones. Yeah, yeah. Makes my voice sound really professional. Well, probably that's why I like voiceovers because I like I get to speak into a microphone all the time. And listen but, to your own voice. Uh, I'm going to be narcissistic and say yes and get paid to do it. But it's true. <laughs> Suddenly I feel really blank. I'm like a little professional in a studio. Yeah, well, you well you are professional <laughs> when you come in my studio, quite frankly. Look at that red couch with the Kmart cushion. <laughs> Uh, but also, just one more thing on the Please, accents we, we, uh, before we're pissing people off who are driving in their cars. And they're going, so tired of they, this. <laughs> they need <laughs> to can the accents. Wow, Tamara really got a corker with that yes, guest. You don't. Brilliant is um, the power of one. But I'm pretty sure everyone <gasps> has the same African. South African line that they would say in that movie. Forget about the girl. No. No? From the power of one, I remember I am the rainmaker. Oh, different. That's right. I would love to know. I I've got to get people, into it now. I've yes. got to think about it. South Africa. If I'm from South Africa, I think my accent would probably be a bit more like this. That's not is bad. That right? is that, well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it sounds pretty good. I've had a few South Africans. will be a South African in the car listening. Let's going, hope. that is the worst South African accent I've ever heard. Yes, but it's pretty good on one stereo. <laughs> 
That's like Kai when he tries to do accents, terrible. Always ends up sounding like Indian. Greek or Indian Greek. or something. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a common thing. And he's German, and he speaks German, but he's got an obviously an Australian accent. But he, he even his German accent sounds Indian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm like, you can't even do it's your own. It's just an accent. easy default. But then if you ask someone to do an Indian accent, it's really hard and sounds quite racist. Yes, well that's right. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Look, it's not racist. It's race-related. Oh, this is an interesting one. Mm. When you do accents, right? So we were just doing Irish accents and the things we were saying were, well, were Very racist. Irish, like plant your potatoes. Sh- and shake your shillelagh and all that sort of stuff, yeah. right? And I'm Irish, well, background, so not to It's true. Not. I think when it comes to doing it's accents, hard. you can get away with it. If it's you. If, well, I don't know if it's you or, uh, okay, here's the thing. I could do a New York accent without a problem. No one be like, oh, my God, he's doing a New York accent. But if I decided to do an Aboriginal accent because they're potentially marginalised people, mm-hmm. that becomes a problem. It's because of the attachments to uh, what the accent or the people that you're I representing, think right? You're betraying. That, that's yeah. right. So if it's a less represented group, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Yeah, marginalised Marginalised group, or, yeah. then... There's probably an issue with trying to adopt sure. that accent. Sure. But you can get away doing a New York accent. Yeah. Maybe a bit more. Yeah. Just give me a fucking burger. I want a cup of coffee and a bagel. It's always the coffee. Why is it always? The, I just ang- I sent, wow. end up sounding like an angry Jewish <laughs> that was, New was Yorker. Was that Bostonian? I don't know what that was then. No, it was kind of like I'm getting angry already. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. <laughs> I'm walking here. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I'm not. Yeah. My accents are all over well, the place. you know. I'm not a professional accent person like you are. Well, I wouldn't say I am either, let's face it. I usually go to drama school, don't I? Oh, Get no, all no. We didn't do accents. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you do a class or a tute on accents? No, nah, we had voice classes oh, but not accents. Yeah, how to use your – how to project, yeah. how to support, See, I wouldn't have how wanted, to anchor, all that stuff. I wouldn't have wanted to go to drama school based on the fact you're not doing accents. I'd just be like, well, can we do a play set in South Africa, please? <laughs> Can so we do the power, can of, power of one on the, about the on the stage? <laughs> and can I play PK? Can you? A male. Where are we going to get that entire South African cast? I know. Brilliant. P.S. Himbo Humbe all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine me amazing? <laughs> Festival theatre I, I believe, the, I believe the lyric was Himbo Humbe. What? The lyric. No. Himbo Humbe. Hang on. I'm going to get, I've got the CD at home. I don't know if it's written in the lyrics. Isn't that Elena? Oh, yes, because she says that. Oh, my gosh. And then he translates it. Yes. They run this way. They run that way. They are scared. They are cowards. How do I remember that? And why are you laughing as you say such a sad line? Because my memory is freaking me out. They run this way. They run that way. They are scared. Oh, my God. They are cowards. Oh, my God. I feel like PK is here with me on the red couch in the Kmart Christians. (laughs) Shut up. Where's Josh gone? Because, Because, wow. honestly, I've just become... Stephen Dorff. (laughs) (laughs) That was the actor, right? I don't know. I think it was. I'm just laughing. No, it was. Do you know one of my favourite parts in that movie, which was quite a tragic part? It was where the church gets attacked and his girlfriend gets killed. <laughs> My favourite part. Sorry, I just thought it was such a well done scene. <laughs> <Did you> just... 
<laughs> his girlfriend. I have tears of laughter, guys. I'm so sorry. Is, was it when you say favorite? You didn't get much enjoyment was, out of it. No, that you but were it moved. was such a good part. Do you know what I mean? Because she got hit by with a rock. No, I think she, she got hit with a baton. Oh. Yeah. But she dies quite quick. It clocks her in the head. Yeah, yeah, you'd probably think that in real life something like that just get knocked unconscious and maybe just wake up a couple yeah. of minutes later. But no. they killed oh, her. Oh, that was sad. And then they had that funeral and they were singing and, oh, it was really sad. Were they? It was sad. I didn't see him very hard, babe. I can't no. remember. They were singing. Oh, my goodness. Everyone in their cars, like, singing it now. Like, oh, but they were singing this. Um, well, no, because I'll be editing this out because it's terrible. I don't even know if I can hear it. See, this is what you do to me. I can't even talk. I'm trying to be pro right now. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I've taken us down a deep rabbit hole. No, is... <laughs> we were supposed to be talking about what we were doing as a family. Yeah, well, blow that. This is heaps better. I'm just talking... <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, goodness. Big, big I'm focusing. Here. No, but it's fine. Look, we're back. We're what... back in the room. No, that's what... Well, hello. Josh is back. <laughs> See you, PK. Himbo Humbe. But anyway, getting getting back on track to your life. <laughs> can I just say yeah. I'm living my podcast dream yeah. right now. Well, you know what? You can. I think this can inspire you to do your own podcast. It has because I'm like, if it's this easy. You, no. yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you love to talk clearly and that's Cle- great. <laughs> clearly. You know. I'm afraid I'm talking too much. I'm not even letting you really ask questions. No, no, no. I don't have any questions to ask you. I just wanted to see you. It's a good excuse to... <laughs> To, to reel sit down, you in, a chat. because you, I'm like, oh, okay, just tell him you're going to do a podcast, and he'll, he'll be here like Flynn. That's it. He'll think he's famous. His narcissism will kick right in. I'll be able to actually catch That's up with right. him. That's right. I'm not even recording anything as we speak. <laughs> Sucker caught up with me, good and proper. I actually, well, I thought we could move on to like this, this is the fun part. It's oh not the gosh. end by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, cool. Oh, I don't uh, want it to end. I'm loving it. No, Are it's you not guys the loving end. it. Write <laughs> okay. in the comments below. <laughs> I don't, oh my, it's not YouTube. Can I just say as well uh, that I, okay, recently on iTunes, mm. well, if you have a look on iTunes, mm. there's a review and it's by me. It's the only <laughs> review. And I've given it five stars and I've said something like, oh, keep them coming. This is couplehood at its best or something. That is. Not realising my name would be shocking. <laughs> so have a look and can someone please leave a comment? A good one. I think one I'm going to have to. Because it's it looks be you and me. And then you're right on there. Josh Pennick, love, love the latest episode. Can't wait to hear your own podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh was amazing. Whoops, Josh Penley. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so that's quite funny. But The fun part? This is the little fun guilty part. Okay. Since we haven't talked oh, about you being guilty of anything, I'm going to try and crack down Done. on on you. Let's uh, do it. Okay, it's the G-spot. It's the G-spot. Around the time we were doing a show, mm. I think it was Into the Woods, mm. one of the guys who was in the show with us, mm. Alex, shout out to you, he, I reckon, was in a boy band. Oh, my gosh, yeah, but he wasn't in Into the Woods. Wasn't he? In, oh, no, what was that? Oh, Joseph, the Amazing Colour Dream He was coat. in Joseph. Yes, yeah, Alex. Oh, Alex Bella. Oh, we love you, Alex. We're on Facebook. I think he's got his own little family now. He does. He's his own little special family. He does. And he was in a boy band once. Yes, yes. Amazing. Yes. yes. I remember because I was slightly jealous. I know. I was going to ask you if you ever yep. wanted to be in a boy band. Yeah, I think so. Back then when it was cool. Guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty. But that, is that guilty? Well, guilty I don't have any guilt to... surrounding it. No, but guilty of wanting to oh, be in it. Anyway, no, no, you're right. It's it's a lame It's a lame attempt at trying to get you to be guilty at something. Feel, feel, feel something. Look, to feel, I was going to say, to feel guilty, you have to experience emotions and I don't really care that much about okay. people. So. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 
But yeah, I totally want to be in a boy band. With, uh, like a human nature? Yeah, human nature. Because I can see you being mm, in that. Yeah. Definitely. That was definitely my thing. Okay. The four-part harmonies, a little bit of Corey. But Corey. Corey, that's choreography for you people by, at home. Uh, by uh, Shane Davidson. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to, to Shane. Shane who was he might listen oh, to this. Yeah, well, I hope so because I loved Shane. Um, if it was not for Shane and the theatre experiences that he gave me as a child, I would not be oh, the less. person I am today. And I'm not just saying that in terms of experience on the stage, but also in terms of just being confident and... Aww, being able to talk and a hold a conversation person. and all that experience comes from the children's theatre experience I had as a kid, I reckon. Oh, wow. And he, he makes me laugh. He's a brilliant, by the way, director and producer. But um, Gorgeous yeah, man. Gorgeous I family. I just remember him doing jazz hands, hands once and going, drama! <laughs> and, doing, and then doing like a little pivot yes, around. Pivot but step. his hair would flop about. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's my little memory of Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. but um, also probably would have loved to be in a boy band. Yeah, He's so. total boy band thing. material. Absolutely. Love the boy band thing. Okay, good. Uh, okay, next question. Um, have you ever shoplifted in your younger years? This is what I ask everybody. Everyone's not, been guilty so far. Not deliberately. Not deliberately. What does that mean? So recently, oh, God. Recently, recently, and this was, and the reason I say not deliberately is because it was a complete accident. I took something home from a shop. If it was chewing gum, I'm going to be sad. It was not chewing gum. It was a plunger. <laughs> <laughs> so quite specific. But what I didn't realise is that they charged the plunger head separately to the stick. No, they don't. They did. Hang on, is this Where, a bun- oh. Oh, Bunnos? Look, I wasn't going to say, but since we've gone there, it may or may not be. Bunnies. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. What do you mean? So you have to get buy them in two different you bits? You do. Well, or yes. Do- but oh. then what I did was because, of course, you, you're buying a plunger head. You stick it on the stick, don't you? Because it's a plunger. And so I stuck it on the stick and then took it through the checkout and scanned the stick. Oh, I would have done that just out I of principle. I didn't think to scan the plunger head. So, Separately. Okay, walk with me through through the aisles for a second. So you go to the plumbing, whatever se- section, uh-huh. you look down and to your left, you see plungers. That's right. Is there the, the head? There is a box of sticks and, and a, a box, box of heads. <laughs> and, and a box of hair. This sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and you put together a little person. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 And so I did that. I grabbed the plunger head, I grabbed the stick and whacked it together and went and scanned the stick. And it wasn't until I got out. When I got home and I was like, there is a barcode on on that. And then you went, you know, well, they could have put them together and sold them as an entity. Isn't that, like, like, honestly, honestly. It's not a Kia furniture, it's a plunger. I did feel bad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, shit. Because what's more expensive? You'd expect the plunger head to be more expensive. Because it's rubber. So are you gonna, so you will feel guilty, huh? Whenever you plunge Slightly. some poo mm, out of the toilet, maybe. Out. Well, yeah, or probably a kid's toy. I know, right? Not, yeah, like jamming the yeah, jamming the thing. Toilet paper. But when you were young, nothing like a teenager. You were a good kid. No, we. I was in a situation where, as a kid, there used to be a shop across the street from Poultney because I went to a private school. And while we were in the shop in our lunch break, these guys came up to us, and they were, you know, when you're like a school kid. And like, like kids that are a bit older than you, they seem like adults because like they seem ridiculous so much old. older and than you. And they're like 13 and he was, and one day older. And he was probably only like 15 years old <laughs> but in giant, reality. In your eyes. With facial hair. And 
so he came up, he and his friends came up to me and my friend and and said something like, if you don't, if you don't give us all of the stuff, all of your lollies, we're going to tell them that you stole them. And backed that you into a corner. backed us into a corner, and we're like, they mugged us for all of our stuff that we were buying, Aww. and essentially stole it themselves. But then <laughs> we were threatened with stealing. We got so scared, we ran back to oh, school bless. and told the teacher. Oh, did you? Oh, you little dumb. Of course, you bloody. <laughs> of would. course, we did. Oh. We were scared. Of course, mugged by that little fifteen-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does seem so much bigger. I remember a guy saying to me when I was, I must have been in year eight, and he would have been one or two years older than me, and I had this from the tuck shop. This, <laughs> I don't know why. Shop. <laughs> That's what you call it. Was it in a brown paper bag? Yeah. It was. And I had one of these, they used to sell these apricot strudely things, and I used to really love them. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and it had this really nice crumble. Oh, my God, I could have one of them now. Wow. Yeah, and this guy who I didn't know, I was just I don't know where I was. But anyway, he comes up to me and goes, can I have a bite? And I went, I got so instantly scared. <laughs> I was like, why is he A, talking to me? And what's going on here? Did and you I give said, him a bite? I said, no. <laughs> he goes, I'll give you a kiss if you give me a bite. But that he, is but, assault, and ladies he, and gentlemen. <laughs> We I said n- no. We do not condone it. No. No, but he said it in a kind of a poking fun at me way to but scare still. me, you know, and I remember my heart was in my chest like. That's dreadful. Yeah, because it's, so it's such you're a so big huge and you're a big thing boy. when you're a kid. Yeah. yeah. Those experiences stick with you. And I, yeah, looking back on Like that. I remember that fear being in that shop <laughs> when that guy was like, I'm going to tell them that you stole that. And I was like. Oh, no, it's the worst thing. Just this little. How old were you, did you say? I was going to say 14. I don't know, like one year younger 21? than 21? <laughs> this big 15-year-old. This was last week at Bunnings. <laughs> this big 15-year-old came and assaulted me <laughs> with his tats. It wouldn't surprise me. I was today, um, I took the kids to swimming and they had like a club uh, swimming squad mm-hmm. thing happening. And these guys were like, must have been, I don't know, 16. They were giants. Yeah. Tall, hairy. They're all into. What? Roids. CrossFit and protein shakes. Oh wow! Did you go? Can I ask you? Did you go through ages ago, years ago, I like a full-on fitness did. thing with I like did. weights, yeah, like, stuff? Like, yeah, that like was it, CrossFit. I that was CrossFit. CrossFit. I knew it. And no, yeah. then did you sort of go? Well, I don't want to do that. I anymore. stopped. The only reason I stopped because I loved it and I would get back into it so hard. But lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I just became, it sounds like the weakest excuse ever, but I became too busy for it. Yeah. So they had at, at CrossFit, they have these things called WODs, which are workouts of the day. And the CrossFit box, which is the gym, the CrossFit box that I used to cro- CrossFit at had particular times when they would do these WODs, which suited me perfectly. But then they changed the times of those WODs. It's which very interesting. Completely. <laughs> just kidding. Continue. Okay. About the WODs. I like compl- hearing the word WOD. I bet you do. So completely changed the nature of my workout schedule, which screwed me up completely. And Wait. then they priced themselves out of the market slightly and it became too expensive and right. I dropped out. Okay. Cool. But I loved it and I would recommend it to anyone because I had wicked results with it. Really? Mm. And did you eat normally? Because this is my thing as well. Or did you do mm. like a whole massive protein? I look back now and, go, and wish I had eaten properly because if I had, because oh. I had amazing results not eating properly. Wow. If I had changed my diet as well, look out. <laughs> Shut up. I know. Would have been awesome. Taken over the world. But I was really enjoying it. Particularly yeah, the, it. the lifting, the yeah. weightlifting was good. Man, because I've just started 
you know, I was doing like walks and stuff because you got, you know, kids Walking. and you're yep. then trying to fit in, like you're saying, the gym, it's There's impossible. No time. But I was like, no, I'm going to go back to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm not a massive gym lover. Mm-hmm. I like uh, exercise where it's, you don't know you're doing it. Incidental, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know, dance class or yeah. something that's a bit more, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Organic. I get it. Yeah. But I started I went, uh, at a gym, one of these studio type gyms where it's a bit circuity and mm-hmm. and it's Full on in the, the trainers. There's a whole new way of doing yep. this kind of thing. And they're all like, okay, team, the first thing we're going to do today is uh, you're going to step up and we're going to do 10 reps on then and 10 reps off. Okay, move over to you, Judd. Yeah. And Judd will turn back and go, okay, thanks, Sam. And moving on. And it, there's all screens and as wow, it's intense. And I'm I going, think- what's happened in this? This is a new wave of. Can I be honest? I think a lot of that is a reflection of the CrossFit community and the way they run their workouts okay. which are very motivational Derived very from that you reckon very and because it's so successful i think that a lot of people go out and be like we can do that too and copy it copy change it copy the way they bring their little community of workout people together and yes. w- walk them through a workout basically okay well i'm scared of this community because everyone looks quite scary and serious like it's this mm-hmm. where i go there's a lot of serious faces going on a lot yeah. of oh, oh, look Probably lovely people, but resting bitch face. Yeah. Like I'm there going, no, I don't want You're to have a party. To make friends? No, I'm not there no. wanting to make friends. I just want to smile at someone and, and get a smile like, back. Hey. And they're like, don't fucking look at me, bitch. And no. like, that's what the face you is need saying to, to me. You need to get in the CrossFit. That sounds intense. Nah, it's is not there lifting and See, the thing that scared, it scared me a lot because I was like, oh God, all these people, because everyone that does it looks super fit. Like crazy fit. All the guys take their t shirts off because you get really hot and sweaty, and all the girls are wearing next to nothing. Maybe I should go there. And honestly, <laughs> they are, they, like, I'm talking like they're marginalized people. <laughs> they are the friendliest people. Well, we shouldn't imitate them then, should we? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should do it. It's great fun. Okay. I totally endorse it. Okay. Shout out, someone give me a free membership, please. <laughs> Well, well, maybe they should sponsor us and talk in an upside. Could you imagine? So bad. My God. Oh, my God. Well, guilty of going to the gym. Guilty. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Call me guilty. <laughs> anyway, oh, being three blokes now Ooh. in your household, do you leave the toilet seat up all the time because there's no ladies? Or you do say you're quite highbrow, so I'm just wondering if you, you are actually better than most blokes. And we don't. Keep it down. We don't. We don't leave the toilet seat up. You don't leave it down. We, Hang on, we which one? What? That's like a double negative. Okay, we leave it you, down. You leave it down. Yeah. For all and everyone to enjoy. Yeah. And mm. then you just put it up when you have to. Okay. And then put it down. Yeah, right. Don't, isn't that what you should do? Well, you probably, yes. Mm-hmm. Well done. Is that guilty? Tick? No. <laughs> well, sadly not. Again, um, you should be on another podcast. <laughs> this is so boring. <laughs> it's not at all. Are people still it's listening no- to us? <laughs> Oh well, they're listening God. to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought you were a better actor and singer than me? Yes. Oh, than you. <laughs> <laughs> you preempted that when um, we're on stage. Were you ever like? No. Oh, Do you know what? I okay. It's all coming out. When we did into the woods, you did an impersonation of Whitney Houston. Oh, <gasps> how do you remember this? Because it's burned into my memory. Because I thought it was. So good. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I don't remember this. Let's and regale this. It was this so story. funny and it was so good. And I just remember thinking you were such a talented individual. Oh 
Bless you. Thank totally. you. You know, I didn't ask you that question. It was meant to be for a, sort of a no, joke so question. Not guilty because I thought you were awesome. <laughs> Screw you. Not guilty again. <laughs> Damn it. Damn me and my talent. Am I with the impersonation? But if you want to talk about the time I was guilty, I did hit this guy with my car once and kept driving. Oh. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> You didn't know where to go with that. that. I was like, no, this is great. And why would you? No, bad. Why would you do that? (laughs) No, I didn't do that. Oh, God. I'm very proud of you as a person, as a human being. Can you do Whitney for me now? Well, I have a feeling. Was it one of these? um, (laughs) It was. Like that. It was, but the face was. It was so good, though. guys. You're missing it, not Aww. seeing it in person. It is. <laughs> it's foul. It's, it's actually great, a little bit wrong, town. It is. We can't do her now. See, <laughs> this is what happens. <gasps> oh, oh, Whitney, bless. Whitney, shout out. No, can you stop saying shout. I love how you're just <laughs> shouting out everyone and anyone, pulling out the shout out. Look, it just makes up for all the awkwardness. <laughs> or does it make it more awkward? No, it's good. It's I fine. I do love it. Um, okay. Well, you know, you I can't believe you didn't shoplift. Actually, I sort of can because you're quite squeaky clean. <clears throat> is your ha- hair natural or is it a perm? I was wondering. Wow. Because it's super curly. It's natural. I'm going to take a photo of it and it's pretty amazing. It's, <laughs> it's natural. Like- do you know what? I would straighten it normally. So it's not a perm. Hang on a second. Hold hold your horse. Do you own a GHD? Uh, Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Hang on, but do you I don't st- even straighten with my GHD. Yes. I straighten with my hairdryer and my circular brush. Because <laughs> it was sometimes straight up. And then I would see you yeah. and go, why is it curly? Yeah. Because you have curly hair. So I would straighten it. And because I grew up hating my curls, oh, as you do. But they're beautiful. Thank and you. And they're salt and pepper nowadays. Oh, no, right? Getting a bit How nice is that? Fox. I know. A bit of the beard as well. You kinda You can't hide it. So you have to embrace it. Yeah, you do. It's different for a guy, though. It's a lot easier for us to go grey. And you're lucky there's no balding happening. Touch wood. Yeah, no, I'm lucky. I'm very blessed. Is there any baldness in your family? Because I have heard no. that it's actually on your mother's side. No, I don't have a. I don't have baldness in my family. Because I said that to Kai once. He, uh, you know, he sort of was receding, mm-hmm. and he was wondering mm-hmm. years ago. He goes, Is you know, to his, his parents was sitting around the table with his his parents, and he goes, "Look at my, you know, look at dad. He's he's not bald." And I said, "Oh well, baldness is on your your mother's side, Kai." Actually, and he turns to his mum. He goes. Mum, was my grandfather bald? And she goes, oh, yes, he had no hair by the time he was 25 or something like this. And I've just gone, the guy's gone, no. Oh, so, but he's no. doing okay so he's far, still so got good. It. Yeah, still got it. You can buy creams and stuff that you can like Does, massage in. Does that work? I think so. Are you serious? Yeah, you get little laser treatments and stuff, like home laser treatments. It, it, hang on. So if it's already gone for a while? Nah, it's like a home, prevent. like advanced hair, yeah, yeah, kind of deal where you're. Oh. Just look after your, your soul. own hair. Wow. Actually, you've got a bit of soul glow going on. If you greased it, you could totally have it. I don't know what soul glow is. Oh, another movie reference. So I think it's Coming to America. The chicken at uh-huh. her. Yeah, the Bark boyfriend. Like a, dog. a big dog coming to America. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And oh, do you remember this? Come on. <laughs> I would have done this for you. My name is Peaches and I'm the best and all the DJs want to fill my breast. Ed up, 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 All right, Josh. Well, clearly you are not guilty about anything. So I want to talk about your future guilt. Let's just hypothetically make some up. Yeah, that hasn't happened yet. Okay. Because 
I'm thinking there's going to come a point where, okay, so Sebastian's going to be like going to kindy in school mm. and then what happens then? So Paul will go back to work. Is well, he Paul's gonna... back at work. He's now back yep. at work. We are back at work. Oh. So Sebastian's in daycare. Oh, like for uh, like a couple of times a week. Or... Well, Paul works part-time. My okay. husband works part-time. Yeah. And we juggle the part-time shifts with yep. the daycare shifts. You feeling guilty about um, daycare? No, because it's giving him an excellent education and he's getting great yeah. socialisation. Yeah, that's really true, isn't it? It's true. The stuff he comes home with in terms of learning and the words that he comes out with and the little like the little stuff they teach him like when you get a drink, you have to sit down and have a drink. So he does, like he sits down on the floor and he has his little drink. Or he knows that he has to put his hat on when he goes outside. Like that's all daycare. Instinctive stuff. So good. Do you ever feel like, because I sometimes feel like that when you leave them and you miss them when they're not there. Should I be spending like, more time oh. with him? But then when they're there, you're like, oh, you drive me crazy. Yeah. And oh, then- all right. So there is definitely guilt, definitely guilt associated with that. Yeah. And it's that whole like, that thing we were talking about earlier about judging parents, and I would never do that if I had yeah, a kid. But yeah. then, absolutely, when I get home from work and I haven't seen him all day, sometimes Dada just needs a bit of time by himself still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I think if you were to reflect on growing up as a kid, yeah, and where we were at with growing up as a gay kid. It's compared to today. Compared to today. Oh my god. Yes, so different. So incredibly different. And I think that there's probably a lot of just inherent shame and guilt attached to that. Mm. Because growing up as a gay kid at Pulteney, like there's no way, no way I would have come out of the closet mm. at all. And you grew up thinking and feeling that there was definitely something that you shouldn't be and that you should be perhaps feeling, you know a certain way about girls as opposed to feeling a certain way about boys. And having to grow up with that was extremely shameful. I can imagine. That you would impose on yourself. Yes, of which course. Which was dreadful. Which is amazing nowadays that we can, we have that. The beauty of that is that you know, it's shifted. kids feel yeah. Yeah, different. And perhaps it's to do with the internet as well. We didn't have all that at school. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, just in general about anything you had insecurities about, well, we you didn't, couldn't We certainly you didn't no have any yeah, – and we didn't have any people to look up to in the media. No. There was certainly no one that was out. There were no out characters in television shows. And if there well, were, it was very – it was sent up. It was – And it was very – like it was a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So growing up, I think – as part of the gay community, there was a lot of guilt attached to that and not a pretty feeling. Mm-hmm. So I look at Sebastian and, and and the way he's growing up now in a completely different world and who knows, like he's going to be growing up with two dads and there's going to be, I'm sure, a truckload of emotions attached to that for him. Mm. But I think that it's going to be placed in a very different space sure. to how it was when I was growing up. Oh, Josh. Should I call you Josh or Joshua? Look, we've been talking for a while now. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> oh, no, you well, um, no, thank, just kidding. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thanks sitting for Sitting on my red me. couch and dealing with this bit. It's slightly grey office actually, but I think, you know, you've brightened it up, haven't thank you? Thank you. I live to brighten up dark spaces like this office. And can you just end with like a little um, Arnold Junior. A little um, see you later. You're not going to make me do that. Just say goodbye with Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. I can't even say Schwarzenegger. That'd be so bad. Go. Okay, you ready? Go, go, go. Goodbye. Go. Was, was that it? Was good. <laughs>
<laughs> I surprised myself. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, my turn. My turn. My turn. Okay, my go. Thanks for coming on my podcast. <laughs> he sounds like the Swedish chef oh, from the Muppets. <laughs> On. No, I can do the Swedish chef. Moody, moody, moody. Okay, I didn't say that. You know what, Josh? <laughs> Thank I'm you. working on that. I'm going to work on that. Thank you so much, Tamara. It. I've loved You're being amazing. here. It's been great fun. Thank Thanks you. for putting up with me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. I'm sorry. So sorry. Pointful. Oh, I'm so sorry. Guilty. The Guilt Trip.